Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to another episode of Steelers Stat Geek. Believe it or not, this is Behind the Steel Curtain Editor Dave Schofield. I might not sound the same. Yes, I was without voice on Wednesday for a portion of the day. I am struggling with my voice. I powered through for the Mike Tomlin Press Conference podcast. I powered through with the Scobro Show, and I will power through to bring you Steeler stat geek because the alternative just wasn't acceptable. C- could you imagine my numbers being read by Jeff Hartman and him trying to understand it and present it to you? Uh, to me, that would just would that's almost as hilarious as the vo- my voice that you hear right now, not sounding the way it is. That would be just the same, um, if not if not even better. So I decided, hey, I might sound a little bit lower in register. I might not be able to even have quite as long as an episode as normal. We'll see how long my my voice holds out. But still, for those nerds of steel, I had to do it. I had to make it happen. So here we are. It is the last Thursday of 2021. We are at the end of the year. The next time you hear me saying, welcome to another episode of Steeler Stat Geek, it will be 2022. But it will still be the 2021 NFL season. It will be the Steelers uh, getting ready to go into their last regular season game. Will it be important or not? We're going to talk about that 
as a big portion of this show. And that is that the Steelers, the path for the Steelers to make the postseason is still there. They just have to win. They just have to win. And I'm going to break that all down for you. And I know when we get there, you're going to be feeling exactly how I feel. It's like, man, after that game against Kansas City, really? Really? You think this team should be in the postseason? And you know what? You're right. I, I, I have to agree with that. That team that showed up in Kansas City does not believe, deserve to be in the postseason. But is that the team that's going to show up for the last two weeks? We'll get there. First, let's break down that team that did show up in Kansas City, or as me should probably say, to be a little bit more accurate, that didn't show up in Kansas City. The numbers were not good. I mean, there's some numbers that were good, but they didn't really matter because they didn't affect the outcome of the game. I'll give you an example of a good number. How about two for 19? That was Tyree Kill's stats against the Steelers. He had two catches for 19 yards. Travis Kelsey did not play. The two biggest receiving weapons for the Chiefs, total of under 20 yards, because one was was on the COVID list and the other, the Steelers held in check. But it doesn't matter when everyone else runs crazy. Um, the Steelers struggled to, to stop the Chiefs on third down. The only time they stopped the Chiefs on third down in the entire first half was all when they were already in field goal range. You know, they had, a, it, it was the, a bend and don't break. Um, and by the time they got there, they were, you know, you're holding them to three rather than seven, rather than holding them to bring the punter out on the field. Now, what did the Steelers do to start the second half? They held them to a three and out. But unfortunately, two plays later, they coughed the ball right back to them. That was the chance right there to, to if they wanted to try to at least come back to make it respectable, start a comeback. You, but that was it. The Steelers at the time were only minus one in, in the turnover margin. If they turn that around and make it a positive number by getting a couple of takeaways, you know, you already showed you could get the defensive stop. You could have got the momentum going on your side, but unfortunately that did not happen. Instead, you were looking at a game where it really wasn't a game. You're looking at a game where the Steelers were minus three in turnover margin. You're talking about a game where the Steelers gave up 17 points off of turnovers, two touchdowns and a field goal. And the field goal was only because by that time, Kansas city put in their backup quarterback and he fumbled the ball in the first two plays after that, after that turnover where Ben Roethlisberger didn't even have a chance to complete his second fake before he was hit. It, it was, it was not pretty. There was a lot of things that weren't pretty. Um, also, there, there was another number that I highlighted, and that was 12. The Steelers have not scored more than 20 points in Kansas City in 12 years. 12 years. But what's crazy is that they've actually managed to win, I think, three of those games. The only, the, the only game under Mike Tomlin that the Steelers have hit 20 points in Kansas City was a loss in 2009 where they lost 24-27 in overtime. Okay? So that's the thing. They, they still managed to win three games without even hitting 20 points. Not in this one. Not when you give up 36. It, it, it just doesn't work that way. So it, it, was, it was ugly. There was a lot of rough things. Um, the Steelers on the road. My goodness. On the road. It, it's just bad. I mean, 10 straight games where they have either been tied or losing at halftime on the road. That's how they start on the road. 
The only game they were tied in there was the three, three tie in Cleveland where they went for the fake field goal um, in that game. So other than that, they've been trailing in the last 10 road games. The last time the Steelers were leading at halftime on the road was in 2020 in week 11 in Jacksonville. That was it. That's that's how they show up to start the games on the road. And they haven't been starting strong at home either, especially if you look at the Tennessee game. But that's what's going on with this Pittsburgh Steelers team. They're going to get one more chance to fix that. And if you're going to get one more chance to fix it, at least they're going to a f- familiar place. Think about it. The only other familiar place that they – well, not the only other. They had two familiar places from the from the um, AFC North. One of them, they still were getting trounced at halftime. The other one um, was when they were tied with Cleveland at halftime and ended up winning the game. Maybe they can make some magic in that in Week 18. But there's no reason to talk about eight, Week 18 yet because Week 18 won't matter if the Steelers can't take care of business this week. This is the game. This is the biggest game of the season. This is just like the last time they played the Browns. We're like, this is a big one. You got to have this one or you're in trouble. Okay? Steelers couldn't get pressure on Mahomes. They had three quarterback hits. Two sacks, but three quarterback hits. They did, believe it or not, outrush their opponent. They had 130 yards to 127 yards, and they did it on 10 less carries. But you know what? A lot of that was late in the game when when the Chiefs were basically saying, you know, we'll let you run. We'll let you run. We're just not going to let you back in the game. You know, if, if you want to run when you're down 30 points, run when you're down 30 points. You know, but bottom line is the Steelers didn't get the win here. They did not get the win. But then I'm, I'm going to give you a little bit of a silver lining. And You know, the problem is there's a lot of Steelers fans that they don't want a silver lining. They don't. They just want to wallow in the misery of this team is terrible. And you know what? You're exactly right. Based on this last week, this team is terrible. They are. Based on last week. Does it mean they have to play terrible this week? No. But do they give us the confidence that they're going to play terrible this, this week? Probably. You know, you don't have any confidence that they're not going to play terrible, that they're going to do something different. Man, I can throw – how many double negatives am I going to throw in there? Um but that's that's the problem. You don't have any confidence in this team. I wanted to see the Pittsburgh Steelers show up in Kansas City. They didn't have to win the game. I just wanted a good showing. But I'll be honest with you. If you look at the last quarter of the season, which I say the last four games, if the Steelers were going to come out and just totally stink in one game, that was the one to do it. That was the one to do it. Because even if they played fantastic, I don't know if they still would have won. I mean, they they honestly, they probably would have. but. If you looked at the last four games and you're like, okay, you need to go three and one. Well, the loss is probably in Kansas City. Got to win the other three. And so far, I mean, they beat Tennessee at home. It took a, it took a plus four turnover margin, but they got the job done there. So now they've got to get the job done. They have to go three and one in the final quarter of the season. So they ha- then that, the only way you can get there next is now that you've got that loss, you've got to go two and one going into week 17, hosting the Cleveland Browns at Heinz Field on Monday Night Football in what some people are, are preparing for Ben Roethlisberger's last home game. What's crazy is this. If he loses this game, it's his last home game. If, barring a comeback in 2022, which I just don't think that's in the cards for everybody. But if you... But if you say they win the game, then it might not be his last one. Because what we're going to dive into real quick here is the playoff scenario. 
the playoff scenario for the Pittsburgh Steelers, their best bet is probably to win the AFC North. That would look to be their best bet to get into the postseason. And you're like, okay, how are they going to do that? Well, it's very simple. The Cincinnati Bengals, they have to win one more game and they're the AFC North champions. Or have each of the other three teams in the AFC North lose one game. Each have to lose one game and they're AFC North champions. End of story. The only way anybody other than Cincinnati wins the North is for them to go 2-0 with Cincinnati going 0-2. That's it. And obviously... It can't, you know, the Steelers don't have to worry about, oh, what if they go 2-0 and Baltimore goes 2-0? They, they play each other. It's not going to happen. Now, Cleveland and Baltimore, they would have to worry about, you know, Cleveland has to worry about what if Baltimore goes 2-0 and we we go 2-0, then they're still behind Baltimore. They are. They're a game back. So both of them could do it, but the Steelers and one of those other two teams can't because that's their two opponents that they have left. So let's look at this real quick. There's a path for the Steelers to win the AFC North. There is a path for the Steelers to make the wild card as the most likely number seven seed. But both of them involve winning both their last two games. Now, as I I try to break it down, I explained this a little bit on the Scobro show. There is a remote possibility that the Steelers somehow amazingly could lose to the Browns and still have a chance. But you're talking about eight different teams, no, like five different teams all having to go 0 and 2. And they can't because two of them play each other. So those two teams would have to go 0 1 and 1. And then they'd be tied with the Steelers. But then the problem is the Steelers lose the head to head there because they lost to both those teams. It's the Chargers and the and the Raiders. So then they need another team to also tie. Somebody like a Baltimore. So it goes to a deeper um, tiebreaker. It's not, that That's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. The Pittsburgh Steelers have to win. They have to win to make it to the postseason. And I know there's a lot of fans that are like, why even bother? Don't, do you want to see this team get embarrassed in the playoffs? Yep. I'll take another game. I'll take the experience for the young guys. I mean, look at how many guys are on this team that weren't in part of the playoff game last year. I'll take one more post, postseason game for Ben Roethlisberger. I'll take one more, you know, and and see what happens. I mean, my goodness, if if they win the North and they host the game, I'm probably going to be sitting in the stadium for that. I mean, that I would get to go and see that one more time. Sign me up all day. You might think I'm crazy. Nope. Sign me up. I want to see him get there because once you get there, anything can happen. Because I was saying before, the team that gets on a roll going into the postseason is going to have the best chance at the Super Bowl. Well, the Steelers have not been on a roll the last two games. They manage, they played the top two teams in the AFC. They played the one and two seed the last two weeks and went one and one. And people were saying how terrible they are. They played the top two. I'll say that again. When you look at it in that context, not watching the play on the field, I understand the play on the field on Sunday was bad. It was terrible. It really was. But guess what? That's one game. You can have a terrible game. You know, the Steelers weren't totally terrible against Tennessee. The offense couldn't get rolling, but they were playing a really good defense. Okay? And their defense did enough to win them that game. Okay? If I were to just tell you, don't don't watch them play on the field. Steelers play the one and in the other order, the two seed and the one seed in the AFC. And they went and they go one and one. 
How many people would not sign up and say, I'll take that. I'll take it. You know, you got to play the top two seeds. You're trying to get in the postseason. You split. I'll take that. And that's what the Steelers did. And yet everyone wants to write them off. Okay. I'm also going to talk about, you know, the Steelers being underdogs at home to the Browns. And I'm actually going to talk about how ridiculous that is. Because I'm going to explain how the Cleveland Browns are not that good. I'm going to get to that in the second half of this show when we go to highlight that game. But when it comes to the Steelers, all they they don't who cares if they had a stinker against Kansas City? If they were going to have one, have it then. If this team Let's say they get Kevin Dotson back and get a fire under the offensive line. Their offensive line coach leaves. Kevin Dotson comes back. If that offensive line comes out and plays improved, look at everything else that they can do. Look at the other things they could do. If that happens, you know, and then on defense, all you need is the ball to bounce the right way for you one time. I mean, it's pretty bad that you, that you have to count on that in order to win the game. But guess what? It can still happen. You And then you get on a roll. If you defeat, two AFC North po- opponents to, to win the North at the end of the, of the season, or even just to get in as a wild card, guess what? You could be a problem for other teams because if you're – I would rather the Steelers be playing their best football the last two games of the season than for them to start the season 11-0, if you remember how that was. Okay, They still have a chance to play their best football of the season. I, I understand you're not betting on it, and I'm not betting on it either. I'm just telling you that if they do, then that's then there you go. That's what you need. Let's look at the teams when it comes to the well. Let, let, let's double check the North. Let's let's talk about those matchups right now. If you go by who is favored in what games and how they would all play out, this is favored according to DraftKings. This is the numbers that I have there. If you look at who's favored, because they have the last two weeks right now that you can look at and who's favored and who's not. I'll tell you right now, the Steelers are underdogs in both games. They're three and a half underdog point underdogs at home against the Browns. And they are, I think it's six and a half point underdogs right now going into Baltimore. But if they, if they, if they beat the Browns, you might see that line change. All right. But, but we'll get there anyway. But if you look at who's favored to win what games right now, you are looking at, I'm, you're looking at the, at the Cleveland Browns being the AFC North champs because I think you're looking, well, that man, that would take it to a three-way tie when you really look at it. Whew. And that could get really deep because right now, Baltimore they have to win both of their games and the Browns have to lose both of them because they're they're one game behind but they 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 don't have the tiebreaker. They don't have the tiebreaker. The only, you know, I'm not sure where it's going to go when you're talking a, a three-way tiebreaker. I'm going to try to double check on that real quick because if you're talking three-way tiebreaker in the AFC North, you're already talking about the Cincinnati Bengals. They would be 4 and 2. So and then you're talking about the Cleveland Browns. They would also be four and two. But what would happen? Well, and Baltimore would only be two and four. So Baltimore's going to be out. Bottom line is, that's why I keep saying it. it'll be the Cleveland Browns if everything goes out the way teams are favored. Because right now the Browns are favored in Pittsburgh, and then they're favored at home against Cincinnati, where the Ravens are underdogs um, at home against the Rams this week, and then they are favored the following week 
um, against the Steelers. And then the Steelers are underdogs in both. And I, I think I said Cincinnati, they host the Chiefs underdog, and then they go to Cleveland as underdogs. So right now, the odds makers are saying that the Steelers are going 0-2, the Bengals are going 0-2, the Ravens are going 1-1, and and the Browns are going 2-0, and and the Browns are going to win the North as the team that's in last place right now. That If you follow the odds, but we all know not to follow the odds. So bottom line is Cincinnati's got to lose both games, and those are both losable games. So if, if Cincinnati loses to Kansas City on Sunday and Baltimore loses to the Rams on Sunday, then going into Monday night, the Steelers and Browns know that they are playing for one team to be alive the next weekend. If it's the Steelers, they would need the Browns to beat the Bengals, and they would have to beat the Ravens. If it's the Browns who beat the Steelers Monday night, and those other two things happen, then it's going to be Browns, Bengals for the AFC North the following week. So that's just the way it's going to go. Let's real quick look at the at the wild card, because I know we, we're actually probably running over a little bit of time right now before we even have a break. But when it comes to the wild card, there are four teams that, this, that are that are two games ahead of the, well, not two games, a game and a half ahead of the Steelers. They would have to, they'd have to lose both of their games in order for the Steelers to move ahead of them. And there are four teams who are just a half game ahead of the Steelers. Okay. I'm saying the Steelers have to win both of those. So anyone that's behind them, they're not going to catch them. Now out of those, out of those four teams or these eight teams that I say, two of them are going to be division champs. One of them is going to win the North. Let's say Cincinnati wins one of their two games, and therefore they win the North. Let's just say that happens, because if not, the Steelers are going to win the North. So if Cincinnati wins one of their two games, and they win the North, and it's going to then come down to the East being Buffalo, New England, or Miami. Well, Miami would have to win both of their games and and everything with, with Buffalo and all that. I mean, Buffalo plays Atlanta. And the Jets, I think both at home. So chances are, I'm thinking that they're probably, I think Buffalo is going to win the East and, and based on their schedule. Um, and although the Titans haven't completely locked up the South with the Colts, the Steelers can't catch the Titans, but the Steelers could catch the Colts if they lose both of their games. But they play Las Vegas and Jacksonville. So that's likely not going to happen. Um, where they're going to lose both of them. And New England plays Jacksonville and Miami. I don't see them losing both. So the best case scenario are those teams that the Steelers need them to lose both their games, that they go ahead and win their games. And they're going to be the ones that the Steelers can't catch. Then that means the Steelers are fighting the other four teams who who each have to just lose one game to get that last wild card spot. Well, one of them is the Ravens. If the Steelers are going to have to beat the Ravens, so that would take them out of it. Miami has to go to Tennessee, and they have to beat New England. Um, that's a tough task for them to win both of those. If they do, then they then they deserve uh, to make the postseason. Um, even if they go 1-1, the Steelers go 2-0, the Steelers are ahead of them. Then it, the tricky one is actually the Chargers. The Chargers play, they host Denver, and then they go to Las Vegas. All right, and then, but the other team that's also involved is Las Vegas. They go to Indy, and then they host the Chargers. Really, the best scenario for the Steelers would be Miami to go ahead and lose to Tennessee. Um, then the Chargers to lose to to Denver. But even if they beat Denver, it's not the end of the world if 
if Las Vegas loses to Indy, but then Vegas would have to beat the Chargers in the last week. So it's possible. Um, I wouldn't say likely, but I would say pretty possible that those things could happen. So that's the path for the Steelers. There is a path both ways. Even if Cincinnati wins one of their last two, there's still a path that the Steelers could get in. But every path, you know, except for some really, really crazy stuff, every path would be that the Steelers have to win both of their two games. So that's what it all comes down to more than anything. So there's other stuff going on, but it really comes down to the Steelers winning their last two games and getting a little bit of help. So we're going to go ahead and take a break here. And when we come back, we're going to talk about this matchup with the Cleveland Browns. I'll do my typical rundown, but I'm also going to talk about that. Some, some interesting things to point out that shows that the Cleveland Browns, I still don't get why they're favored in this game. And you're going to see why. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to Steelers Stat Geek. I still don't have a voice. I well, I, I have a voice. I just don't have the same voice. So, just you're you're just gonna maybe this is my radio voice. I don't know. That's what Jeffrey Bennett told me to have have a radio voice. But uh, now that would just kind of uh, crack me up a little bit too much. Hey, I'm going to talk about the Cleveland Browns, and I'm going to talk about how their resume is not what people think. All right. First of all, let's look at the Browns. Let's look at their last 10 games. Their last 10 games. Okay. Their last 10 games, they only have one game where they have scored over 24 points. One. And that was their 41 to 16 shellacking of the Bengals. Other than that, they've only had two games where they've scored over 20 points. Their win over the Ravens of 24-22, and their loss last week to Green Bay of 24-22, where Green Bay was just kind of letting them move the ball late and almost blew it. So other than that, the Browns haven't been putting up points. I mean, listen to this. 14 against Arizona, 17 against Denver in a win, 10 against the Steelers in a loss, 7 against the Patriots in a loss, 13 against the Lions in a win, 10 against the Ravens in a loss, 24 against the Ravens in a win, 14 against Las Vegas in a loss, and 22 against Green Bay in a loss. What it is, is the last 10 games, the Cleveland Browns have scored a total of 172 points. That's 17.2 points per game. So when we get down and we talk about their points per game, when we break everything down and how it's over 20, that's just based on the beginning of the season. This is not based on the trend that they've been having. If you, and this is how bad it is. You take out that one win against the Bengals. You take out that 41 point win. 
they dropped from a 17.2 points per game average to a 14.6. Take out the Bengals game, and they are averaging under 15 points a game in their last 10 games. That's the Cleveland Browns. That's what they're doing right now. Here's the other thing with them. And I, I, I'm, I'm going to point out something else. If you go since Thanksgiving, since Thanksgiving, both the, the two opponents that the Steelers have left on the, on the schedule are the Browns and the Ravens. Since Thanksgiving, the only team those two, those two teams have beat are each other. They split with each other. Other than that, haven't won a game have not won a game since Thanksgiving. Now, it's not like the Steelers have been playing great since Thanksgiving. You know, they did lose to the Bengals, but they beat the Ravens and they beat the Titans in there. So at least they have a little bit going for them right there. But here's the other thing when it comes to Cleveland Browns. If you if you take their non-division games, take out the games of the, against the AFC North, and you look at the rest of their schedule, they have no wins against a team over 500. That's over 500 right now. Their only wins against teams over 500 are in the AFC North. Their win over the Bengals and their win over the Ravens. That's it. Here are their wins. Their wins so far on the season are against Houston, who's 4-11, Chicago, who's 5-10, Minnesota, is who's 7-8, Denver, who's 7-8, and, and Detroit, who's 2-12-1. That's their non-division wins. And they're not scoring points. And yet they're favored to beat Pittsburgh at home. That's what I don't quite understand. So I'm not saying that the Steelers are definitely going to win, but I'm just saying it's not like the Cleveland Browns are this great opponent that they're playing. Now, they have a great run game, which we'll see. But now, look at the losses. Their losses are all against teams that are that are over 500. You know, these out-of-division losses. Kansas City, 11-4. and four. The Chargers, 8-7. and seven. Arizona, 10-5. and five. New England, 9-6. and six. Las Vegas, 8-7. and seven. Green Bay, 12-3. and three. So bottom line is, they beat weaker opponents. And they and they lose to to the stronger opponents. That's what they do. So and and what's crazy is after this game, this game will fit in either way of what happens because the Steelers are seven seven and one. If they lose to the Browns, they go to seven eight and one. Oh, and it's a team that's under five hundred that the Browns beat. And if the Steelers win, they go to eight seven and one. Oh, it's a team that's over five hundred. That's why the Browns lost. But that's also a divisional opponent, and I threw those out anyway. I just thought I'd highlight that. Now, when you look at the Steelers, you're like. Oh, but are the Steelers really any better? The Steelers at least have two out-of-division wins against quality teams. One of them was week one against the Buffalo Bills. The other was two weeks ago, well, a week and a half ago, against the Tennessee Titans. There you go. Now, do they also have losses to teams in there? Yeah, they have the loss to Minnesota in Minnesota on the short week. And they also have a tie to the Detroit Lions without Ben Roethlisberger. That's what they have. So if you want to look at resumes, that's the resumes. I just thought I'd point that out for people that are like, oh, man, Cleveland, blah, blah, blah. And yet Cleveland's favored to win in Pittsburgh and favored to win at home against Cincinnati. And it's just, to me, it's like, once again, even after what they're doing, the hype train behind the Browns is still there. And I personally... I see where it is because of the the skill players that they have uh, at certain spots. I see the defense that they have. I see the great offensive line they have. I see the great running back they have. 
I see that they have receivers. They just have a terrible quarterback. And their fans are finally starting to see that too. Let's go ahead and look at this matchup now between the Steelers and Browns um, in the way that I always break them down, looking at their ranks. And honestly, they're not good. It's not good at all. It's really, this is where you would see why the Steelers are underdogs at home. But it doesn't take into account how teams, how they did against teams and the quality of teams that they were playing. So here we go. Let's look at offense first. Cleveland, yards. They're 16th in the league. They're right in the middle. They're averaging 345 yards on offense. The Steelers, they're 22nd. They're averaging 316.5 yards on offense. Then you go points. The Browns are down from where they are there. They're they're not 16th. They're 19th. And they're averaging 20.9 points per game. And like I said, that's only 17.2 in the last 10 games. So it, they're really getting jacked up by the by their stuff at the beginning of the season. But the Steelers, they're just behind the Browns. They're 22nd at 20.1 points a game. So they're pretty close in those. Next, we have r- rushing offense. Woo. Talk about some polar opposites. Cleveland's third, 144.9 points per game, where the Steelers are 29th. Um, did I say points per game? Yards per game. I don't know what I said. 144.9 yards per game. And the Steelers are 87.6 yards per game at 29th. So, yeah, not good. Then you talk about passing. The Browns, 200.7 yards per game, 27th in the NFL. 27th. Steelers are 14th, 228.9 yards per game. So the Steelers are better than pa- at passing than running. The Browns are much better at running than passing. It'll be interesting to see what both teams tried to do on Monday night. Um, the Steelers have been sacked 35 times, which is tied for 18th. Um, the Browns have been sacked 39 times, which is tied for 21st. Um, both teams have turned the ball over 18 times, which is tied for 8th in the NFL. So that's the offensive numbers. The defensive numbers, this is where there's actually, you're like, oh, wow, 29th rushing offense to the third rushing offense. But there's actually more disparity in the defenses, shockingly, because the Browns defense, they're seventh in the league in yards, 321 yards a game. The Steelers are 26th at 368.4 yards per game. That's a big difference. Seventh best their seventh ranked defense to the 26th ranked defense. Okay. When you look at points, this is where the Browns go wrong. They, this is their, by far their worst ranking. So they do well in, in total yards. They do well in rushing yards and in passing yards, but not well in points. They're 17th. They give up 21.9 points a game. They're not that far ahead of the Steelers at 22nd who give up 24.7 points a game. And really, what determines if you win or lose? Points. Okay? So it's funny because the Steelers are 22nd ranked points scored and 22nd points or 22nd ranked points given up. It's They're, they're the same um, place in the NFL for both offense and defense. Now, if you look at, uh, at run defense, the Browns are 10th in the NFL. They give up 105.9 yards per game. Steelers, well, even though they had a little bit of a better game last week, Still wasn't good enough to keep them out of the bottom. They are now the 32nd ranked run defense in the NFL. 32nd, dead last, 142.7 yards per game. And to think, before they played the Seattle game, they were in the top 10. They were ninth. 
uh, boy, it's really falling apart. Um, but when you talk about pass defense, the Browns, they're a little bit better at pass defense. They're eighth in the NFL, 215.1, where the Steelers, they're, that's where they're better too. They're 13th at 225.7 uh, yards per game. So that's interesting. Uh, the Steelers have more sacks. They have 43 sacks, which is fourth in the NFL, where the Browns have 37 sacks, which is 10th in the NFL. And the Browns have a slight advantage in takeaways. They have 18 takeaways on the season, which is 19th in the NFL. And the Steelers have 17 takeaways, which is tied for 20th, one spot behind them. So that's the matchup. It'll be real interesting to see how this all plays out because like I said, at least the Steelers have beat, you know, have some wins on their resume that the Browns just don't have. I mean, the biggest win that the Browns have on their resume is the Cincinnati Bengals. They split with the Ravens and it was the Cincinnati Bengals. And not only did they split with the Ravens, I mean, think about that game that they split with the Ravens, that they beat them 24 to 22. And what, and, and, uh, that was that was another one that you're like, okay, what's really going on with this Ravens team? They, they were not, you know, they were not looking um, like like the team. It, it, it was Tyler Huntley. It was Tyler Huntley that they were going against. So it's not even like I mean, Lamar Jackson. I mean, he played, but he only played. What do you have? Four attempts. He got hurt early in that game, and then it was Huntley the rest of the game. So. That's the thing. They they still barely beat the Ravens at First Energy Stadium with Lamar Jackson going out early. So th- that's still not the big signature win. Their biggest signature win of the season was beating the Bengals. So um, that's it's just wh- who they are. But then again, the Steelers aren't playing well right now. If you go off their last game, they are not playing well. But it's possible to get turned around. We'll just, we've got to tune in Monday night to see if they do, or is it going to be another one of those games where at the first quarter, we just wish we can turn it off because the Steelers just didn't show up. And it's, you know, we're just almost a year removed from a, from a night game in Pittsburgh uh, where it started off disastrous and it was 28 to nothing at the end of the first quarter. So that's still in the back of the mind as well. But the thing is that's, that was last year. That's not this year. And believe it or not, Kansas City, that was last week, not this week. I mean, you had to go into Kansas City, even though they didn't have Travis Kelsey, and they had three extra days rest because he had played Thursday the week before. So, I mean, you can make excuses, but at the same time, the Steelers, they got to show up and play. They got to play hard. They got to show that they have heart. They have to show that they want to make the postseason. That's what they have to do, and that's what it's going to come down to. So I want to thank you for tuning in and putting up with my with my uh, my baritone voice went into a bass for this episode. So uh, hopefully it wasn't too bad for you. And I just want to want to thank you for tuning. In. Make sure you're checking out all the BTSE podcasts. There's so many good ones out there. Just if you haven't, if there's one you haven't caught yet, do me a favor. Just click on it. See if you like it. End of story. Just just try it out. Um, also, if you have a chance and you like what you hear, just, I mean, go give us some feedback wherever you, you, um, uh, listen to your podcasts. You know, if it's, if you listen in the articles, say something in the article about it, just to let us know. Or if it's on Spotify or Apple podcasts or whatever you do, just to drop a rating or a comment or something there, uh, um, with, or a view that that would be really great. Um, 
And also make sure you're checking out BehindTheSteelCurtain.com with all the articles we have there all the time. Uh, anything you want Steelers, you got it. It's there. Hey, I want to thank you for for putting up with my voice. I want to thank you um, for everything else. And I want to say Happy New Year because I'm not going to talk to you again until next year as as part of StatGeek. So I, I want to say be be safe. <laughs> I sound like Jeff Hartman. Be safe, be kind, and God bless. But be safe out there with with uh, with New Year's and everything. You know what? Just appreciate everything that you have. I know some people have had a rough year. Some people have had great years. Some people have just had a year to check off a box. Um, either way, just it, it, it's a chance to say let's make the next one better. So I uh, just uh, want to thank you for for tuning in. And as I always say, thanks for geeking out. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.